BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everybody. I've got my friend Pia here in the studio today. And we were just talking about something really important and very niche. We both have this issue where when we take photos together, which has been like oh, a little bit lately, what we're about. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which has been in two separate occasions in the last like month, we both have the same quote, good side. Yes. And I didn't even realize that I had a side until like my friend Jamie pointed something out about her having a side. Oh, okay. I thought your friend Jamie pointed no. out that you had a bad side. <laughs> Actually, I hate that side of you. <laughs> that was, she was saying that she has a good side. And then I was like, shit, I have a good side. I just don't know which one it is. Found out to the left side. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have the same. Mine's also the left mm-hmm. side. That makes so sense. So we were like prom posing it like at every yeah, option. Yeah, like back to back. Like, <laughs> yes. What is that called? Like Mary Kate and Ashley. Scooching. Yes. Yeah. Like scooching up against you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's kind of a problem when friends yeah. have that. It always works well if you can smile and face each other mm-hmm. and pose. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work if you have the same good side. No. And I also like maybe I shouldn't have just like. I shouldn't have decided I have a good side because I felt totally. more free th- totally. when I did it. Totally. But I will say recording video podcast has really taught me like, ooh, you do have a good side. And mm-hmm. it's the opposite side from what I sleep on. Like my good side, like my right side of my okay. face is like flatter because I've slept on it forever. My actually the girl who does my under eye filler told me that she was like, oh, you sleep on your right side, right? I well, like, I have something to t- say on this okay. topic. My good side is my left side. Mm-hmm. I sleep on my right mainly. Uh-huh. But the I always get pimples on my left and it doesn't make sense because I'm like, Weird. surely I'd get them from the pillow or like, why are they always on the left yes. side? How weird know. is that? That is so weird. Yeah. I mean, your left side, I guess, when you're driving, like is in the sun, but you wouldn't. True. I don't know. We'll figure. It's an experiment. We'll figure it that is. out. <laughs> I'm going through an experimental journey right now. Oh, I am all day, every day. With I'm, the skin? With the skin. Yeah. I like, so I started breaking out actually really bad on my left side too. And I what, sleep on my right. What, what, what is, is going happening? On? Anyway, maybe I'll start sleeping on my left and we'll see what happens. Yeah, let me know. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> very important, very important discussion. Yeah. Okay, so today we're going to talk about maintaining your independence in a relationship. Yes. Pia is married. How long have you been married for? Two and a half years. Okay. And y'all have been together for 11. Okay, yeah, that's a lot. Yes. That's a lot going on. And can you just give us a background on like you guys, how you started dating, yes. your marriage, et cetera? Yes. Did I tell you how we met? 
I don't think so. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. This is the kind of story. It's like a pick me story. Okay. And it's like kind of fake and kind of cringe, but it's real. Okay. So when I was 12 years old, went to the swimming pool with my dad. It's like a public pool. I don't really think they have them in LA, but yeah. it was just like hot, hot weather in the summer. You go to the public pool. Me, mm-hmm. my dad, my little brother. Yeah. My parents were very strict on sun smart. Like have to wear your sunscreen, have to wear your rashi. You know what a rashi is. Like, no. It's like a long sleeve swim top. Okay. To protect you from the sun. Okay. It's really fucking embarrassing. <laughs> I can swear, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, Dad, I see a girl I'm friends with and her older sister and some older kids. I want to go say hi. I don't want to wear my rashi. Can I take it off? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but as soon as you get there, put on sunscreen. I'll watch. Okay. Like, that's the rule. If you They're don't put it serious. on. serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. the sun in Australia is strong, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I guess they just, like, wanted to drill it into us to be careful. Absolutely. So I go over there. This boy asked me, can I borrow your sunscreen? I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> he borrows the sunscreen, adds me on MySpace. We start talking, blah, blah, blah. It's Cody. Okay. I become obsessed. Mm-hmm. He gets another girlfriend. I fall deeply in love. So okay. this was when I was 12. <laughs> yeah. I then fall deeply in love. I'm in love at age 14, writing notes to my friend in class. Like, I wish Cody Mats would marry me. I love him so much, blah, blah, blah. Then he breaks up with his girlfriend and maybe like six months before he broke up with the girlfriend, I kind of like forgot all about him, like mm-hmm. moved moved on finally. Yeah. <laughs> I was age 16. Like you'd hope I had moved Four on. Four years. Yeah. Okay. But I was in love. Yeah. And then he messaged me. He's like, I'm having a few parties. Do you want to come? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, you know, maybe. <laughs> I end up going. And then two weekends later, he invites me to like a football dinner. And then we've been together ever since. Oh, but you knew, like your body yes. knew. Yes. Isn't that crazy I manifested women? this. Yes. And then we were together then. We, I guess like he finished high school. I finished high school. My parents divorced. I moved to Sydney for a bit. He moved to China. So we did two years long distance. Okay. Then we moved to London. So we did two years long distance, then moved straight in together in London. Mm-hmm. Lived in London for five years and then moved here last year. Okay. And got married in London. Okay. So that's the whole story. Two and a half years ago. Yes. Okay. That is, first of all, there's so much to cover there because I had no idea. You mentioned that y'all met young. Yeah. But I didn't realize, realize it was that young. That you manifested it. Yeah. What's Okay. First thing I want to say. Yes. Manifestations always happen once you let it go. Once you let it go. And you're fucking over it. Once you're like, you I don't need this shit anymore. Yes. It happens exactly like that. Yes. It's so hard to let go though. Because I mean, obviously you held on for like four years before yeah. you let go. But I was, it's so weird. Like I was so in love and obsessed Mm -hmm. almost yeah and I just like loved the idea of him and I just thought we'd be great together and he had this other girlfriend she was really pretty and I'd like sometimes see them around and I'd get so Mm -hmm. nervous and like thought I would never be as good as her and like he'd never love someone like me (laughs) (laughs) that is so good I know and then you just don't care you're like wait I'm over it I'm actually gonna yeah whatever and then it happens to you Mm -hmm. and he's probably obsessed with you now yeah, he's obsessed with me. Of course he is. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I actually get into those things. My, I'm notorious for this since high school. I have obsessions. Like I get a crush and I get obsessed. I've never dated any of my obsessions. Like mm-hmm. when I met my ex, I was not obsessed. Mm-hmm. I was literally like, okay, whatever. It's been, you know, I didn't realize I was manifesting someone like him. I didn't even realize that he was the guy I was manifesting essentially yes. until like way further into the relationship because I just... He just never left. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, wait, this is you. This is the person I manifested. But like my obsessions are like from afar. Half of them don't even realize that I exist. But I always, always, always somehow meet them or talk to them. Really? Or 
hook up with them and like just like make out with them or like actually hook up with them. There's been three. Every single obsession of mine from afar is kind of more of a joke with my friends. Mm -hmm. And then once I meet them, I realize I was in love with the idea and like the funny joke of the obsession because when I meet them, I'm like, there's no chemistry and I actually hate this person. Yes. Happens all the time. So your obsession though, like actually worked. Well, my obsession worked, but when I, mm, actually that's a lie. My obsession definitely worked. And then when we like got together, I was still obsessed. Like he totally swept me off my feet. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting though, because he was, he's a year older than me. So in high school, that's the like biggest fucking deal ever. Yes. And he went to a private school. He had a huge house. He had an iPhone before everyone. Like that was just not my world. Like Mm -hmm. my parents didn't drive nice cars. Like I would make my mom drop me around the corner so he wouldn't see her car because I was so embarrassed. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was all like so new and like shining lights to me yes and so I was obsessed and like wow this is the best thing ever but then as I got to know him obviously it's still the best thing ever but like in a different way like all of that stuff like fell away and became normal Mm -hmm. and I was like actually you're normal and now you're obsessed with me yes yes once you take them off of a pedestal Mm -hmm. today's episode is sponsored by Vegamore We talk a lot about hair health here on Note to Self because strong, silky hair is very important to me. I feel like it's just an essential for giving off the whole that girl energy that we've all been talking about on social media. With summer coming up, I want my hair to be long, hydrated, and extra soft and just like glistening in the sun, you know? So last month, I went and got a blowout here at a salon here in Beverly Hills, and my stylist was using all Vegamore products. I became instantly obsessed. I had seen this brand on social media and had a few friends recommend it, but I hadn't picked up any for myself quite yet at this point. Luckily, I got to take home some Vegamore of my own, and I've been using the products every single time I wash my hair. Vegamore's holistic approach to hair health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair so you can get healthy, beautiful looking hair without those harmful chemicals. All their products are cruelty free and never contain parabens or hormones. Vegamore has something for everyone looking to improve their hair health. The Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. I'm pretty sure it's a bestseller, actually. My personal favorite is the Hydrate Deep Moisture Repair Mask. I use it once or twice a week, depending on how often I wash my hair that week, and it has completely changed the texture and feel of my hair for the better. I use it root to ends and it doesn't weigh down my roots at all while also helping to tame the little frizzies I always get on the top of my head, which are impossible to get rid of. This hydrate mask has been so helpful for that. Get the hair you've always wanted with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash note to self and use code note to self to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash note to self code note to self to save 20% at vegamore.com slash note to self. Get that mask. It'll change your life. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. So I'm more just like I'm obsessed because the guy's hot. Like I'm like, this guy's so fucking hot from afar again, like in photos. And my friends are like, you're the only person I know who can be on your Instagram Explore page. Find see a, a random fucking guy that you think is hot. And at some point, 
you meet him, him <laughs> because you finagled this in some way where they don't even know that you think they're hot. Like I'll literally be like, hi, I'm Peyton. <laughs> nice to meet you. It really is more of a joke for my friends. I have <clears throat> an obsession right now. Yeah. A crush obsession. I yeah. feel like I told you about him. Mm. But like it's from afar. And then also what, what kind of makes it funny is we have so many mutual friends. So it like actually could be realistic, but I don't want it. To be, I just want it to be like my funny obsession. OK. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe I just let that go that. and then maybe it'll, <laughs> it'll manifest in. in. <laughs> yes. So with manifestation, <clears throat> do you actually try and manifest? I think yes, I do. But that's only when I'm in like an almost like a needing energy. Like mm-hmm. I like the idea of manifestation. I like the the idea that there's so many different practices you can use. So like you can like journal about something yeah. or you can write down a, like a goals list, yeah. you know, or you can because like it's those things where sometimes I'll write down a list of goals for the year and I'll realize by the end of the year I'll find it again and be like, wait, oh shit. yeah, like, I did that. I did that and I didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. But I think when you get really aligned with yourself and really like you put yourself on a pedestal and you are just having like a good positive time and have good energy, I feel like you don't have to intentionally manifest like that you kind of just carry that energy with you I agree and I think sometimes when you manifest it almost gets a bit desperate yes it's like needy yeah Yeah. it's too needy it's too desperate Mm -hmm. and I think knowing what you want and having goals is so important yes but then I just like to daydream Mm -hmm. I just like to drive the car and daydream not listen to any music just like have a fake conversation and like play out (laughs) a little scenario I'll be like yeah and then I'll like go to (laughs) Miami and I'll definitely be in London later in the year like mm-hmm. none of that's booked none of that's planned yes. but like it will probably happen because I just like to well, you know daydream and manifest like that I put it out there also some people would call us crazy for talking like sometimes I'm just talking to myself I talk to myself non-stop yeah and then someone like <laughs> drives near me and I'm pretend like to do overexposed like emotions because yeah. I'm like no no I'm on the phone <laughs> like I'm on the phone I do that yeah. I literally do that I also I now I live by myself so I talk to myself like all day because I'm like all it's day. silent in here so all day something oh needs to God. be happening <laughs> I got home yesterday and there was like a little present for me mm-hmm. and I started talking to myself and but my brother-in-law and his girlfriend always let themselves into my house and so I started talking to myself and then I realized they left the present I didn't know how long ago they'd left it so yes. then I like Panicked. backtracked and I was like <laughs> Talking to myself like, wow, how sweet's this? Oh, isn't this lovely? Like, <laughs> there is nothing more embarrassing than being caught talking to yourself. I know. But we all do it. We do know we? we all do it. I think we have to. That's why I liked the mascara because like no one could see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're in your car with your mask on mm-hmm. still to this day because you're no, like, like in the supermarket. Yeah. Like, hmm, what should I cook for dinner? <laughs> it's like your internal. It's like you're in a movie all the time. Yeah. Like my own little movie I'm starring for myself. Yes. I love that. Yes. So everyone should talk to themselves more. It's a great form of manifestation. It's kind of like scripting, but out loud. Yeah. I also do journal and stuff, but Mm -hmm. with my journaling, I don't really manifest. I just like discuss the day before. Yeah. And I'll write things that are stressing me. Yes. Dot, 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 dot. Okay, it's fine. And you release it. Yeah. And so now you get to go into the day with good energy. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. I think to manifest stuff, you have to like, it's good to know how to and know what works best for you whether it's scripting or talking out loud or like visualizing or whatever it is but you can't be in that I need it to happen energy for it to happen like you have to let it go and then it then it will come yes also my other advice on manifesting is you have to be a good person Mm -hmm. you have to do good for other people without wanting it back ever yeah so like I'll do something really nice for you Mm -hmm. and then you might never speak to me again and I won't be like what the fuck bitch yeah I will get something good from someone else eventually or I won't Mm -hmm. but a lot of people do stuff to get stuff back or a lot of people do stuff with their best interests 
at all times. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, why isn't there anything working out? I'm like, because you're honestly you're- a bad person <laughs> at your core. <laughs> honestly, I fucking hate you. Kind <laughs> your of. energy sucks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I truly think that that's the fact. Well, that's like the taking energy. There's a difference between being in like a receiving energy versus like an aggressive taking energy. I and agree. I think people like that are in more of a taking or like entitled energy rather than like grateful and grounded. I agree. And just trying to put good stuff out, which is kind of what I was thinking about when I was talking to myself about this episode. Yeah, having a little chat. (laughs) Having a chat about independence in your relationship. And I feel like we've talked about this recently. Mm -hmm. It relies heavily on, for women, going into this, what they call feminine energy. And of course, we have both feminine and masculine. But going into this receiving feminine energy and kind of like leaning back in your relationship and letting the man step into the role of more of, if you believe in this and if you like yeah. this, more of the role of a provider yes. rather than constantly trying to prove your worth or doing whatever. Just let the person kind of take care of you and be yes. more of a receiving energy rather than a demanding, this is what I need you to do right now, like very aggressive energy because that's always a little more masculine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like independence in a relationship, for me at least, I feel like the feminine energy is independent. Like we're just out there doing what makes us happy, doing what makes us feel good. Mm-hmm. And the man provides the space for that, in my opinion. And I feel like that's a great way to look at independence in your relationships as a woman. Yeah, that for is a great least. way. So I mean, I haven't done that, mm-hmm. but I'm about, I'm starting. Yes. I'm in the process of starting. Yes. So I feel like independence has, I don't know, a few different routes it can take Mm -hmm. like I think firstly you got to be independent you can't do something with them every single day you can't you need your own life you need your own hobbies you need your own friends yes for sure but then I think you're right like you need to let them kind of control some stuff as well yes absolutely I love when men do that too it's like hot to me I love it that's that's my new life so let Mm -hmm. me tell you okay a couple of months ago no I don't really know when this started but I just feel like I do everything like I work very hard. Mm-hmm. I make sure I look good. Mm-hmm. I do everything around the house, like look after the dog, take the dog to the vet. That's Cody would have no idea about yeah. when that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. All food shopping, all cooking, all cleaning. Yesterday, he needed to put something in the dryer. And I go, all right, off you go. And he goes, well, maybe just come and just make sure. I'm like, bro, we've lived in this house for a year. <laughs> yeah. How do you not know <laughs> how to do this? Yeah. yeah. Like he, he doesn't do a single thing. And then sometimes I get really angry and I it happens like every three weeks. I'll be like, I just do so much. You've done nothing. Mm-hmm. I need you to do this, this, and this. This is a huge problem. Like, I'm so unloved, blah, blah, blah. And it's like needy and desperate and mean and like telling him what to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm your mom. And I was I'm about like, to say, it's like mothering. Yes. And it's hard not to get in that because yes. it's like when you're dealing with someone like that, you're like, I have to do this because you're not going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he'll be like, well, don't worry about it. Or like, just get a cleaner. And I'm like, we have a cleaner and why don't why can't you get the cleaner and then I still have to show the cleaner what to do and I still have to let the cleaner in like mm-hmm. it's not that simple and I have to find the cleaner how yeah. are we going to find the cleaner like, all of this stuff <laughs> yes. it's, it's not that easy mm-hmm. but recently in the past three weeks I, I said to him last night I was like I feel like we just got married or like just got back from a honeymoon like we've never been in a better place mm-hmm. since living in LA Because I think when you have your own home together, like in London, we had our own place, but it wasn't like it was he bought it, you know, but now we've like it's really our married home together. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like I do a lot and I get angry when he doesn't. Mm -hmm. So these past three weeks, I'm like, 
just chill. I think I'm just chill. Yeah. I'm being kind. I'm being so sweet. I'm being so feminine. Uh-huh. I haven't yelled at him once okay. or nagged. I don't really yell. I just haven't nagged. I haven't asked him to do anything. Or if mm. I ask, I'll be like, hey, I'm going out. If you have time, could you do the washing? Okay. And then he doesn't do it. And I uh-huh. don't go, what the fuck? I just <laughs> don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And my life's just gotten so much better. He's been so sweet to me. And yeah. That's that is amazing. Feminine energy coming through, right? Yes, it's working. But and I'm I still feel like learning. There's definitely a way. So I need to learn this majorly too because I, so I sent you that girl on TikTok. Yeah, that's her all I watch. Margarita, I think, or Marguerite. Let me find her real no, fast. No, it's Margarita. And okay. then the name's really long, but she's Australian. Yes, I definitely, yeah, I want to like tell you guys about this girl because I sent the, her to like you and I sent her to m- one of my other friends and I was like, okay, it's Margarita dot. N-A-Z-A-R-E-N-K-O. And she talks a lot about the feminine energy and just being like and leaning back and to make your life easier. But then she also talks about how to approach a man in that energy to inspire him to act in the way that you want him to, essentially. So like you don't have to nag and be in this nagging energy, even though it's easy to go there. And honestly, I understand if you are, because that's fucking annoying. Yeah, I totally get it. But Um, it doesn't always work. It does. It does not. That's what I realized this past yeah. three weeks. It does not work for me. And I have, you know, I went on a, like this girls trip and there was a few girls I'm not that close with asking me about my life. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, so like, do you both cook? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, so does he clean? No. Oh, so does he? No. And like, he's also so fussy. Like he doesn't Ugh. eat. He doesn't eat fruit. I know. Shocking. A whole nother <laughs> podcast episode. Even I made this turkey the other day. Like, mm-hmm. Chili, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've never really made that before. And he <laughs> was like, like, I'm trying. Yeah, okay? I'm trying. He's like, this is so good. And then I said today, maybe I'll make it for dinner. And he goes, mm, no, when you made it two months ago, I had it like three days in a row. So I don't like it anymore. I'm like, bro, I can't keep up. It's I mean, giving child. It's a kid. Like you're like, yes. obviously, if you don't want me to treat you like a kid, don't act like a kid. Exactly. But then we have to do this fucking mental gymnastics. Where we're like, all right. Exactly. I treat him like a kid, but he's acting like it. But now how do I inspire him from my feminine? <laughs> exactly. And then I feel like because we've been together for so long, I've known him since we were so young. Yeah. We've kind of grown up together. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I almost feel like he's growing up now. I yeah. feel like I grew up a few years ago and mm-hmm. he's we've grown together. But now he's kind of becoming more of a husband. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. Well, that's me. That's I like that you say that because it reminds me of something like when I think about relationships, I think it's so important to have space to grow. Mm-hmm. It's like. I always I'll have girlfriends that meet someone and be like, you know what? I don't really like that he does this. And I'm like, okay, unless that's like a full boundary, like a full stop, I will not deal with that. But something little, you can like share that information with him in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And like you guys can both grow together rather than just like throwing the whole thing Mm -hmm. away. I think it's really important to acknowledge that because we can like rag on our significant others all day. There's obviously a reason you love this man and he's amazing to you and all the things. Doesn't mean he's not going to do things that are fucking annoying. (laughs) Exactly. You like, gotta be a. You, people are gonna disappoint you. It's gonna happen. You yeah, know. Yeah, I disappoint myself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, sh- if I can disappoint myself, surely someone else can. Yes, you're giving him grace for sure. But we're still. It's like one of those things. Like, gonna give you grace for who you are, because I love you and I care. And this isn't a complete boundary for me. But gonna learn the manipulative side a little bit of this yes. too. Yeah. So I have uh, wanting to become more manipulative. Mm-hmm. I also something else Marguerite said or Margarita. Mm-hmm. She was like. You know when you're out and you're with a couple and the man's telling a story and the wife goes, no, it didn't happen like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, my God, you're such an idiot. Yes. You didn't, whatever. 
I always used to do that. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of, we we have a really joking relationship. Like we make fun of each other a lot. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we'll do it in front of other people. And I realized, I was like, maybe that doesn't make him feel good. Yeah. I haven't said that to him and yeah. he won't listen to this. But I was like, maybe that makes him feel shit about himself when mm-hmm. I'm like, kind of like bagging him out in front of other people. And yes. Marguerite was like, hun, why are you doing that? Like, what? what's that giving? How is that helping him in any way? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you look good. No one's laughing, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, huh. Makes sense. Makes so much sense. Yes. And if he was, if I think about it in reverse, if he was saying things to me, like didn't happen like that, I'd be like, what the fuck? You don't have my back. <laughs> I even noticed like the other you day I was telling back. a story and I was like, noticed everyone's eyes kind of like, uh-huh, like what's next? And so like added a little bit to the story. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm trying and to like he was there. He knows that those other little bits didn't happen or like, I think I just added a few numbers, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like he doesn't go, no, it wasn't. Like mm-hmm. he just lets me tell the story. Yes. So yeah, that's another thing I'm taking on board. You're learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I could definitely, that's one thing I am actually kind of good at because it's my rule in a relationship. Basically, instead of saying you, I don't want someone to do this while I'm in a relationship with them. I don't want them to do, to do this. The following other people on on social media falls under this blanket. Mm-hmm. It's and me and you know my most recent ex decided this together. Just don't make me look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Don't make me look stupid. Don't make me feel stupid internally for like trusting you or for you know X Y and Z things or externally. Like when we're around people, like we are supposed to be a united front and do not make me look or feel dumb. Yes, and that that encapsulates so many things that I the other person could do. Totally agree. But it's good that you caught yourself on that because I have recently, because now I'm, you know, reflecting on my life and I notice things that I do in relationships too that I'm like, oh, that probably didn't feel very good. Yeah. You know, it probably didn't. And I wish men would just come out and be like, hey, this didn't make me feel very good. But again, some people don't have like communication skills. <laughs> like I wish they'd be like, hey, his didn't communication like this. <laughs> is awful. Yes. And I really pride myself on having great communication. Like I will tell him to the exact pinpoint emotion, what you did, how it made me feel, why I don't like it and yes. how we can change. Mm-hmm. What would you like to say about me? And he'll be like, nothing. Yeah. And he always wants to like, look at his phone or look at the TV remote mm-hmm. or like cuddle me. I'm like, no, hun, it's Focus. a face-to-face conversation. Yes. But he's just not good at it. So sometimes I need to like- Manipulate. Know, yeah, or like give it some time. Put it mm. in his brain. Okay. And then- Step away. Step away. Okay. And then sometimes he'll be like, you know, the other day I just thought, mm-hmm. whatever. Because I do think they usually come around. That's one thing I realize with myself in relationships. I'm like, I want to, I put on my voice of like, we're going to fix this voice. Mm-hmm. And I'm very direct. And it's very, I can see with someone who is has like a feel of, fear of failure, a fear of disappointing someone, how it can feel like I don't, like I'm being cold. Yeah. Or like it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing that, I now know, like, let's put it in there. First of all, pick your battles. Yes. That's huge. Two, put it in their brain because usually you have to let them kind of surprise you because mm-hmm. then they can come back around and make you proud by being like, OK, so I thought about this and what you said with some space and just kind of like letting taking the pressure off a little bit. Yes. Of course, there are some things that should be discussed like seriously. But other than that, you know. Yeah. But that's more of the feminine thing that we're trying to do. Well, so I watched this video on TikTok the other day Mm -hmm. and this girl was saying, this is how I help my boyfriend from my feminine energy. She was like, he called me, he lost his keys. Instead of going into my masculine and saying, have you looked here? Have you looked there? Have you looked there? Mm -hmm. Instead, I said, well, I'm sure you'll find them. 
You always find them. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I would straight away be like, have you looked here? And he'll be like, no. And then he'll look there and find them. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be like, oh, my God, what would I do without you? What is happening? So yeah. that's like where I'm a bit stumped. Yes. There is a balance, I think, because it can't be all woo woo. Like, I'm just floating in the air. Yeah. And, you know, and especially if you're a partner with somebody. Yeah. It's different than having like a flirting relationship totally. or whatever. When you're married to somebody, especially when kids come in the picture, like, which is why I like. I'm sure you'll find the baby. <laughs> you always find the baby. It's fine. Like, no, you do have to have some of that energy and pull on it. I think that the time to employ this feminine energy and there's one thing, one thing about men, they never want to be manipulated. But like the only way anything ever happens, I'm realizing is through manipulation. And if you're being honest, like I have been honest in my life and then been told I, I'm trying to be manipulative and I'm like. I have a lot of thoughts. I'm being honest. Like, what? And now I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe I just will fucking manipulate. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my manipulative era. Little so, manipulations. Not like yes, big, yes, grandiose. Yes, yeah. yes. And like, I just get so stuck on this because I'm like, on the one hand, I love you so much. You know me through and through. I don't want to be fucking fake bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not me. So... Mm -hmm. It's very much not you. I've picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to be fake. And I don't want, I want to come home to my husband and look as ugly as ever. Tell him how self-conscious I am about my day. Tell him all these mistakes I made. Mm -hmm. Whereas I have other friends who like have to put on a full face, would never tell them that they feel self-conscious because they don't want them to think of them differently. Yes. So on the one hand, I want that. But then on the other hand, I'm like, Marguerite says, don't point out your flaws. Don't mm -hmm. be like, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I need a nose job. I'm mm -hmm. like, I got to stop saying this shit. <laughs> yes. I'm like, plus I'm like, I'm a goddess. Yes. Right? That's what Marguerite says. I'm a goddess. I'm a goddess. Well, the thing is, I think also positive self-talk works its way in there too, because like, of course there's things we hate about ourselves, but I'm working right now on self-talk. Mm -hmm. So it's just essentially self-talk, but out loud to your partner, who is your other half. Okay. You know what I mean? Tell me more. So I'm like, right now, I talk to myself very negatively. So when you look in the mirror, I'm like, ew, like in your zit. brain. Yeah. yeah. In my brain, I'm like, not out loud. <laughs> that one's That's not, not out loud. I say out loud. <laughs> but I say stuff to myself constantly and it makes it more real in my head. Yeah. And I notice it more. So now what I try to do, especially out loud, is point out things I like about myself, which mm -hmm. is so weird. Obviously, looking in the mirror and talking to yourself and saying good things. That's a freaking exercise for confidence because it's so awkward. I don't know why it's so awkward, but for me, it is. So I've learned to do that. And now as it relates to other people, I don't necessarily always bring that insecurity with me to them mm -hmm. because I don't want to put them in that situation either. Where, what, like if you say I don't like my nose, they'll be like, well, mine's 10 times bigger. I hate mine. Yeah. That or five? like they'll just be like, oh, like, like no, what do it's I fine. Say? Yeah. Like, like you're, so, totally you're so pretty. Fine. You're pretty. Yeah. Like I know that that's coming from insecurity. Yes. And I do want to be real, but I want to change my own brain to not even think those thoughts. So I don't want to say them out loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just don't know what you mean. But also that's different than bringing like an actual problem to somebody and be like, hey, do you have time to talk? True. I would love to talk about this. Yes. I think that's completely different. I mean, I'm trying to fix my self-talk, which means I have to like talk differently out loud mm -hmm. as well. Which so helps. how often do you do this? I mean, literally every time I find myself doing a negative thought that I can that I can pinpoint, mm -hmm. I try. I'm very big on like front loading. So like what I mean by that is I try to notice it like right now. That's my goal. Mm -hmm. Better self-talk. So I notice it as much as possible while it's happening, which seems overwhelming. It can seem like, oh, fuck, like you're spending all of your day like trying to not have negative thoughts yeah. or overriding them with positive. But if you do that for a while, it creates a habit. Totally. And then you don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. So I'm big on front loading. I'm big on that's why I like communication. Like, let's have the hard conversation now, mm -hmm. because ideally 
We don't put it off and put it off and put it off. We have it now. And then we never fucking have to have it again. Yeah, exactly. Ideally. And everyone knows exactly where they stand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try this self-talk thing. Yes. Because I know this is so clear fucking shay, but Mm -hmm. life is so short. So why hate yourself? And sometimes I don't do those things because I'm like, it's, it's kind of cringe that I feel the need to do this. Mm -hmm. I don't find it cringe talking to myself. I think the whole process of like having to do that to feel good is cringe and yes. I almost like don't want to admit that I have to do that mm-hmm. but I'm going to start doing that yeah it makes it there's like a barrier that it breaks with yourself mm-hmm. one I mean we already talk to ourselves anyway so <laughs> yes what's, what's that <laughs> let's just add that in but it's interesting looking at yourself in the mirror also I just feel dumb honestly in my own self and I give myself grace for this but I feel dumb being so obsessed with hating myself physically I'm like who fucking cares you know what I mean yeah like, why do you care so much? I get like, I understand why I care so much because it's a big part of like living in the world and especially with what we do. Yeah. But I do try to override it with things that I love about myself because I think I'm pretty great. And I'm like, yeah, who cares if you visit? <laughs> like, you're honest. You're a nice person. You're good with your friends. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah. Just put makeup over it and keep it moving. You know what I mean? So sometimes my positive self-talk is that. And it. I think that that's some people would consider that to be like rude to themselves to be like, fuck off, who cares? But like, that's just the way I talk in general. So for me, talking to myself, being like, yeah, it's like fuck off. giving like some tough love. Yes. And yeah. like, I need a lot of tough love, usually. <laughs> mm, I'm pretty good at giving myself tough yeah. love. I love it. I'd, other people don't love it. Again, that's another thing that I'm we're not, struggling with. I'm not the kind of, well, you tell me, are okay. you the kind of person that will be having a bit of an off day and be like, you know what? I'm just going to relax from 2 p.m. I'll just run a bath and then I'll watch a movie and maybe mm-hmm. I'll do a face mask. I would never do that. Yeah. It depends on the thing. So like, let's say I'm going through emotional stress, the breakup, for example. Yeah. Yes. I was very gentle with myself because mm-hmm. I was like, Peyton, you're not going to show up right for a while. Like you're yeah. not going to be in the right headspace. You're going to be ruminating on thoughts. Like we're going to just do things to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. If it's work related, usually, no. I'm like, get it fucking together. Yeah. Okay, like, cool. cool. You're, it's not that serious. Your I life isn't that serious. I haven't been through a breakup, so. Yeah. You this know, was I my have... first one. My first one. What? I've had exes before, quote exes. Not really like, no one I was in love with. Okay. Definitely didn't live with them. Mm-hmm. So this is by far my longest relationship, my most intense one, and also with all of our plans for the future. Yeah. It the breakup honestly hit me like a freaking bus. Like I, it was crazy out of nowhere. So it was a hard thing for me to deal with. And I had never dealt with a breakup like that ever. Like, can't imagine. No, people like deal with that. Like in high school, their first breakup mm-hmm. when they were really in love. I've never been in love before until the most intense relationship that I had, obviously. Yeah. So that was horrible. But I will say it makes me even more empathetic and compassionate for other people to have that experience that so many people share. True. Like I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but I also, I'm not, I'm in an area where I can start to be grateful about it, which for is the, huge. For the breakup. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you the learned experience. a lot. Yeah. yeah. And like, I just, I've learned so much about myself. I feel like it catapulted me work-wise. I feel like whenever people see me, they're like, oh my God, it looks like you're glowing and you're doing so well. And I'm like, one, What? <laughs> Did that. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> For the last Thanks. like three months, I've been people have been like, "Oh my god, you're killing it at work." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't even fucking realize because I'm literally depressed." <laughs> but now I feel like much more on my feet, and I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm happy I had the experience, but I, there's part of me that's happy I know what everyone's talking about. 
when they talk about that horrible like heartbreak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's nice. But also it did put me on my little like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll be delusional train. And now I'm having the best time. Well, I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm glad that that's your gratefulness experience. Mm-hmm. But that's like my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. I always said that too. Don't manifest it. Don't even say it. That's loud. what the yeah. fucking problem is. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do you, you know how we're saying negative self-talk? Like mm-hmm. if we have a little thought pop into our head, well, am I manifesting to have bad legs? Like, <laughs> but I'm Maybe. being serious. Like, am yeah. I manifesting if like a ba- I have a bad day and I think, fuck, I hope I don't get a divorce one day. Mm-hmm. Am I fucking manifesting? That? I think that what I have come to learn about manifestation is it's your dominant thoughts. So like yeah. if you dominantly hate your legs and your all your thoughts about your legs are horrible, then you're going to look at yourself and be like, my legs are horrible because that's what your where your brain goes. They think legs, horrible. Yes. But if you can change your dominant thoughts about something, then you're on the right path because we're all going to have intrusive thoughts. We're all going to have Intrusive, doubts. right? Like that's yeah. anxiety and intrusive thoughts just yes. popping in. Yes. Okay. Which is normal behavior. That makes me behavior. feel good yeah. because every day I think about, I wonder what we'll look like when we're old and we have our grandkids over. And then that's like, like every day. Yeah. And then some days I'm like, oh, I hope I never have a divorce. You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. So that's just that. intrusive. I think that's normal too. Like we can't like freak out about every little thought that we have. Mm. I feel like it's a big thing for me too that I'm trying to do now where I'm like, the thoughts are just visitors. They're passing by. There's my intrusive thought. You're dumb. You're so self-aware. Yeah, I, I'm trying. I also yeah. read a book called Why Buddhism is True. This was like back like a couple of years ago that changed my life because it talks about why the practices in Buddhism actually really align with modern psychology and the way we look at the world. I need to read more. You need to read this book. It's so good. It's like I'm not really even a big reader and I read the whole thing. Wow. I loved it because it has like such tangible practice practices Mm -hmm. for like grounding yourself and also being like almost having that self-talk where you're like, okay, that's just my brain acting up again. She's sassy. She's crazy. Like, let her do her little intrusive thought. She's just afraid. And then we're going to let her keep moving on. Okay. Because I create my thoughts, which is also something I'm trying to realize. Like, you have full control if you want it. You just have to learn how to do it. Full control of your thoughts. Of your thoughts and your brain and what you allow to stick and what you allow to dissipate. I'd like to spend some more time in my own brain. I feel like I'm spending a lot of time being busy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'd like to make those thoughts perfect. Like slow down. Can I tell you something else? Hmm. My thoughts on everyone's like, when are you having a baby? When are you having a baby? I'm like, no time soon, Huns. It's awful. <laughs> Huns. People are telling me you, your life's over. Your, your body's changed forever. Mm-hmm. You get no sleep, blah, 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 blah. You never see your friends, all this bad stuff. Yeah. And then I... I'm scared now. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that doesn't really sound very nice. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, it's worth it though. I'm like, what? Why are you saying that? Yeah. yeah, it's so rude in my personal it's opinion. It's also like they're trying to prove it to themselves. They're like, but it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you have to throw that in. Otherwise, you're actually a horrible person. Mm-hmm. But then I realized you can truly make up your own. Way to be a mom. Yeah. And your own thoughts and perceptions of it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think before I decide I'm going to have a baby, I'm going to make a vision board only of positive like nice things baby in the little ocean Mm -hmm. or whatever you know like positive thoughts and think every day yeah I can do this while being a mom I don't know if that made sense but I just feel like you can really change the way you think about it Mm -hmm. well also the way we talk about pregnancy yeah here's the thing I can tell it's horrible my sister just had a baby my mom had my little brother when I was 12 oh so you know yeah and my dad was overseas for 
most of her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She was in her early 30s. She had me and my sister when she was 21. Me at 21, my sister at 24. So the experience of her early 20s to her early 30s having a child was completely different. And because my dad was gone, I was obviously very aware because I was the, quote, adult of the house. Mm-hmm. She couldn't stand up for literally months. She couldn't eat anything. She like could only watch the cooking channel, but she wouldn't eat anything. She was throwing up constantly. So like I've seen that up close, but I've also seen, especially with the resources we had when my brother was being raised and the fact that my dad was home mm-hmm. and I was older, I watched my brother grow up. I took part in the, not the parenting, but the taking care of things, the yeah. doing the diapers. And I, I watched it and it unlocked something in my mind where I'm like, the emotional toll seems scary because I didn't have I wasn't his actual parent. So I didn't take part in that. But watching them day to day, I was like, this is hard. But like, look around at how many people are doing it. Yeah. And people are idiots. <laughs> like people are fucking stupid. <laughs> OK. And if they can raise a child, I can raise a child. Yeah. Plus, I've seen it done. Plus, I had a little sister. And then my little sister again just had a baby. She's 25. And like. She's loving her life. She's ha- was horribly sick and then the whole thing. But she was like, it's just a part of the thing. And you just have to look at it like this is me experiencing motherhood and let's keep it rolling. Well, that's kind of when it goes back to you saying I like this breakup experience because mm-hmm. I've experienced it. Like yes. at least you've had this pregnancy motherhood experience. Yes. And it ended at some point. Yeah. Like the, the sickness ended. I also just think like it's easy to when you get around other moms probably to complain and be like, my kid's an idiot or like, I hate this or yeah. there's poop on my face or whatever it is. I get that. But I think it does change your perception of motherhood. Again, I've never been a mother. So yeah, I know, I know like, we're talking like we know so much. Yeah, <laughs> But I think I think it's good that people talk about how hard it is or how mm-hmm. like the truth together, because then everyone's aware of it. Yes. But I'd like a few more positive narratives. Yes. I also, I do think some people just really, like my mom really wanted to be a mom. That was her number one thing. I'd really love to be a mom one day. And I think that sometimes she, she talks about it very positively. I Mm -hmm. will say she did not complain about even the sickness really, because that's what she really wanted. But I also think that pregnancy is such a beautiful thing that women get to do. Again, there can be so many fucking complications and it's actually like a medical trauma like it's considered a medical trauma well I went to the naturopath the other day and he Mm -hmm. asked me if I was born cesarean or naturally and I was like cesarean and he's like oh so you haven't had any head trauma and I was like what (laughs) he's like when babies go through the vaginal canal they have head trauma yeah so this and this and this could mean that you're suffering from this and this now I was like oh sorry I can't keep up yeah I I cannot keep up. up I wish we had to learn more factually about pregnancy because I think men would be like one freaked out to the point where they'd be like, who are these goddesses? Because what the fuck yeah. is going on? You don't know so much about, pre- even as a woman, I don't know that much. I don't know anything. Yeah. People like get pregnant and then I'll, again, because I'm on TikTok all the time, they'll be like, this one girl does a series. 20 things. Yeah. I did not know. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> now I'll never have a baby. She's like, 20 things I did not know until it was happening to me and yeah. I couldn't say no. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. I think, I don't know. I'm excited for that whole process, but I also do agree it's similar to how we talk about marriage, maybe, where we need more like positive. Yes. You what know, is this marriage is hard. Mm-hmm. Well, also, it's not that hard. Lots of things are hard. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there, I saw another TikTok of this mom who recently had a baby. I think the baby's like a year old. And she's like, Yeah, having a baby is fucking hard. But she was like, I have run a business for the past seven years. She was like, This 
is easier than running a business. Let me mm. fucking tell you. And and her experience, it was at least. So for me, I'm like, oh, it's fine. I run okay, multiple we can, businesses. We can do it. We can do it. It's fine. But you do want to have that positive energy. You don't want to be so negative going into it, which means you need to see like you need to have visibility of people talking about it positively. Yes, I agree. So you are like inspired. It's like unlock something in your brain. You're like, oh, it could be a good experience. Exactly. Rather than it's going to be horrible, awful. And I hate it. Exactly. Because in those moments of horrible awfulness, I feel like that positivity brings you through. You know what I mean? I agree. And I think, you know, that when people get married or they're like, oh, your life's kind of over now. Like no more girls trips. Or like mm-hmm. I'll be on a girls trip and they'll be like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? I'm like, yeah, I'm married. They'll be like, oh, why are you here? Like what? <laughs> hun? Like where what, where did this narrative come from that you're like, yes, owed, like owned by your husband? And you're I mean, it's like all of history (laughs) for women. And I think that's changing now, especially, which is literally our topic for today. I think it's important when we're talking about independence and long-term relationships and relationships, even in the beginning of relationships, to maintain that independence, you're living your own life. It's almost like you first and you're taking care of yourself and making yourself feel good and happy so you can show up to a relationship. That's what Margarita says as Uh well. And I'm really taking that on board. Yeah, you're like, I'm taking... (laughs) We're doing all the good I'm stuff. I'm taking Margarita on board. She yeah. was like, instead of being stressed and cleaning the house and doing this and doing that and depleting yourself, mm-hmm. fill up yourself. Mm-hmm. She, she's like really funny the way she talks. Yeah, she's like, she is. I don't She's really, very direct. She's so like, she's are, a little mean. Are Australians like that? Mm, am I? You're not like mean, but you're direct. Yeah. Direct. Yeah. But she's a little bit mean. Mm-hmm. Like I'm direct with a smile. Yeah. But I still love her. Yes. I love her vibes. Yes. But yeah. Anyway, I think that marriage narrative is very real Mm -hmm. and like I think so many guys are hot Mm -hmm. and I will tell Cody tell them yeah like (laughs) what's wrong with that yeah and there's so much like you can't even look at someone else Mm -hmm. why you're not gonna touch them no I'm not gonna do anything I just also think I mean this can go for anything beyond relationships if you're entering into something thinking it's going to be the most difficult thing in the world it's good to be prepared mentally for things but it's going to make it feel like the most difficult thing in the world. Yeah. It just is. I'm like a chore. Yeah. Like, and you're, are these things meant to be fun? You're going to give yourself anxiety before you even start. Mm. And I think that's huge with with marriage and with long, like commitments in general. I think that they can be really amazing and they can feed your life. I actually saw something yesterday that said, like, if you're committed to nothing, then you'll be distracted by everything. So, like, commitment I is love that. a positive thing. Like, you're committed, you have a, you're in a, you know, solid relationship and now you can focus on other things like that are it's a grounding presence Mm -hmm. and it can add something to your life to allow you to do the other things in your life better like your work or whatever yeah your relationship doesn't need to be your entire life no okay so let's talk about tangible things to be independent in your relationship tangible things well I think having solid friends and having your own friends your own community yeah like we've Mm -hmm. been so independent our whole relationship we've done the long distance when we're living in London Mm -hmm. I wanted to do modeling so I moved to Milan for six weeks then I moved Mm -hmm. to Athens for six weeks we're very we do what we want to do I think this is a good tip don't put your personal life on hold for someone else Mm -hmm. ever so Mm -hmm. my friend actually said this to me when we were living here she lives here as well she's Aussie and she was like you can't put your life on hold for someone else's birthday party because mm-hmm. we were like sad about missing stuff at home. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's a good tip for relationships as well. If you, I don't want to be with Cody and then at 45 resent him because I didn't get to have fun in my 20s. Yes. I also don't want to be with Cody and break up at 
25 and be mm-hmm. like, well, what the fuck? I've lost half my 20s. You always have to live for you. Mm-hmm. And I think we've always been so independent. And now I'm starting to be like, come to this with me. Like yeah. now, truly. Yes. I'm like, actually, you can come. Yes. <laughs> like, no, I understand. But I think girls trips for sure. Mm-hmm. Like booking a girls trip, booking a girls date. Have and- social stuff on the calendar that absolutely is not involve them yes and that doesn't involve work I mean mm-hmm. I think it's different for us because I'm always like oh I'll catch up with a friend at this work thing yeah but do stuff for fun yes and also do stuff for fun and be independent in that I mean I love being looked after I'd love to be picked up but mm-hmm. it's a lot of control and mm-hmm. it's a lot of like relying on them like just get a fucking uber yes yeah, get one home come home when you're ready mm-hmm. like I personally let I don't want to say let him but we don't care if the other one stays out till 3 a.m. Yeah. And I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up. I'm like, you stink like alcohol. Tell me everything. Yeah. yeah. I need to know the details. <laughs> yes. Like, I love that. I just, I think it's so healthy. And, and I don't for want longevity. Any res- yeah. For longevity. Yeah. For longevity. I don't want any resentment. Mm-hmm. And I also think I have no problem with him flirting with someone. I'd actually fucking love it. I think mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a kink. <laughs> yeah. But. There's nothing. Well, you know your own boundaries. That's one thing, too. You know, like, be independent, but be aware of your own boundaries. I think that's a really good tip. And let them be independent and know, like, they're going to be who they're going to be. Yeah. You can't control them. You can't express boundaries, but you can't control them. Controlling is the worst thing. And I'm in such a lucky position Mm because Cody doesn't, like, party crazy hard. He... He likes to get drunk with his friends, but he's like kind of a boy and silly. They yeah, just yeah. like do stupid shit. They're just dumb, yeah. Like play play pool. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, sure, you do that <laughs> all night, hun. Yeah, like, what? No one cares. But mm-hmm. so I feel for girls who maybe have been cheated on by the same partner or whatever and they like have a bad run. Yes. But I think letting them do their thing and not being their fucking mom. Mm-hmm. And that's hard, like we discussed. It's yeah. difficult to do that. Another thing I would say on the independence piece, you don't want them to resent you for being controlling, but also as a partner to someone, it's really sexy when my partner has their own fucking life and like is killing it, doing their own stuff. They're busy. I love when someone can't see me. Like that's why I never date really guys with like a nine to five because I'm like, I know when you can see me. I know when you can't see me. I like when someone's so busy that they have to like really pencil me in and like Mm -hmm. actively see me and they have so many restrictions on their schedule. You like that? I love it. I'm like, I'm obsessed. But again, this could be because when I was growing up in my family, my dad was a fighter pilot and our entire lives revolved around his job. Mm -hmm. So I was used to like, there's a purpose to this. So like with my ex as an athlete, there was a purpose to us. Like I didn't have an issue picking up and moving to D.C. because I'm like, it was for him and for us. But I was also just like had an inkling to get out of L.A. I was like, this is going to be fun, like a new adventure. And I still had my own life there like he'd go to the he'd go to the field it took a it took a hot second to get used to it but I had my own friends there like I was friends with like the all the wives and girlfriends on the team and then also like I would just like be like I'm gonna take the train to New York for the week like bye like see you later it was that is very important yeah doing something like oh I'm I'm gonna go on this girl's trip oh Mm -hmm. I'm gonna whatever it is and having this is a big one I think don't rely on your partner for I guess, your happiness of your day. So Mm -hmm. I always used to be like, you've ruined my day when we were young, like 17. Like, I can't believe it. You've ruined my weekend. Yeah. Because he was busy and he plays footy and then he's gone with his friends and I wanted to do this, but he's a bit hungover and now he's got to study. And I'm like, 
no, that's not how I wanted my weekend to go. Yes. And now I just do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. He'll say, what's on for the weekend? And I go, well, I'm going to do this, this and this. What are you doing? Perfect. We're both free here. Let's go to the sauna. Like, yes. let's go for dinner. Honestly, if you don't demand a lot from them, I feel like they do give more. Yes. Because like, again, it's that pulling back. It's like, well, I'm doing this. And they're like, well, wait a minute. Like, yes. Should we do something together? Exactly. And they start having to take control. And like, if I want to go to the flea market, I'll invite him, sure. But mm-hmm. I'm going with or without you. Yes. Like, that's what I want to do. So I think that's pretty independent, wouldn't you say? Yeah, like, absolutely. That's a way of being independent mm-hmm. and not putting, I guess, all your eggs in one basket. I'm just talking about your day rather than like your relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know those situations and you become so resentful. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you're waiting for them. Mm-hmm. And then what if they decide, you know, they can't come or something? Like, it's so much on them. And again, I think that energy it's more of a needy energy and it seems like more of a task for them to join you now rather than, oh, I really want to go mm-hmm. with you because that's the energy you want to maintain, like a playful energy, again, for longevity. Yeah, I think that's really important. The resentment piece, I feel like you're making. That's a really good point because I yeah. really didn't think about that, mm-hmm. you know. OK, let's see. We've got social calendar stacked, girls trips, girls trips, good community with your maybe your family, your friends. Do what you want to do. I also read a lot or hear a lot about like just doing what makes you feel good, which is in the era that I'm in right now. Like, you know, shamelessly, I'm going to the sauna all the time now or like getting massages, like anytime, anything that makes me relaxed and feel good, I feel like makes me feel like I can self-soothe. Like I don't need mm-hmm. someone to make me feel good because I I've done these things. I love a sauna by myself. It's love. So nice. I we were so meant nice. to go to the sauna together on the weekend mm-hmm. and then I pretended I was going to get home later and said, you just go by yourself because I know how good it makes me feel. I'm like, you need a little bit of that personal yes. thinking time to think about how great I am and how yes. much you love me. And how much you miss me. Yes. That's, and how much you're so fucking lucky to have me. These are the little manipulations <laughs> <laughs> that, we're, that we're doing. Yes. I do think that's also important because I really like long distance relationships, which no one fucking likes. Mm. But I like it because, and this is why I like a stacked schedule. Someone I'm with is busy and like doing their thing. Because I know personally, I need time to miss somebody. If I feel like overwhelmed, that's again why I've never dated anyone in my own city. Because it's too, especially right in the beginning, I'm like, too too many options and opportunities to hang out. And like, then the guy feels like they need to invite you to stuff and ask you, you know, and I'm like, I don't want this option. I want you to be so busy that like, I don't have the option to see you until next month. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, Cody goes to the office every day. Sometimes he'll go to the gym before, then he's in the office, and then yeah. he'll get home at 7.30. So that's good. Yeah. I'm good. And you're chilling, you, and you go to sleep. Yeah. It's like, not that much of time you're spending together, actually. Um, on the weekend, <laughs> Yeah, I'll be like, why don't you work from the office? <laughs> <laughs> okay, leave me alone. Yeah. Thanks. I think that's good. I think that's healthy. I think sometimes people will say, well, if you don't want to spend every second with your partner, like, why are you even together? Mm. But you're like, if, if I want this to last forever... What is the fucking rush? Last night at you know? dinner, we were talking and I was like, well, what are we going to talk about? Because, you know, we've got about 65 years left. Yeah, seriously. And he was like, fuck, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and then we like actually started having really great conversations because at the start, you know, we just had like hadn't been on our phone much all day. And yes. we were just kind of like, how was your day? Yeah, like looking down a little mm-hmm. distracted. And then we were like, I guess it's time to discuss a few life things. Yeah, like actively be here together. But sometimes I compare myself because I have couples in my life that work together, live Mm -hmm. together, don't leave each other's side, like can't go to the doctor by themselves. Yeah. Like grow the fuck up. (laughs) Yes, I know what you mean. If you break up, what are you going to do? 
what are you going to do? I'd love to know. It's it's so unhealthy mm-hmm. in my personal opinion. But then I think, is there something wrong with me that I couldn't do that? I also, I mean, if both parties are consenting to this, maybe sure it works for them. But I also think like it's a lot of responsibility to put on someone else. Like yeah. I would hate, again, I've, I've thought about this a lot in dating and people think I'm crazy for this. I don't like being someone's first priority when we're just dating. Maybe once we get married, we're having a family. Like, yeah, think of me first. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with coming behind, and it might be the way I grew up. Behind be, work. Uh, you know, a bunch of a thing. Behind your passion. Not even like work. Because mm-hmm. I feel like most people I attract into my life do something that they've been giving their life to. Mm-hmm. And again, my dad would have truly, he, go, he went to war. He would yeah, have died like, for that. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? He was obsessed with it. We were all obsessed with it. We lived a full military lifestyle. And no one questioned like, well, we're sacrificing so much for this. Mm-hmm. We're doing, I'm like, no, it wasn't a fucking question. You just get up and moved where we're not going next. And that's the thing. And we all had a purpose through that. So I'm okay with coming behind someone's purpose, especially if I believe in their purpose and like they let me be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I get to support their purpose because I want them to support mine. And so especially with dating, I've always treated it like, okay, you know what? If he puts work before me or if he, I have to sacrifice this time with him because of work, that's actually kind of hot. And like, okay. Sounds yeah. good. I'm a very big proponent of that, but that allows me to be more independent too because I'm not relying on them so much. Yeah. But anyway, and I also think I it helps that. them too because I, I like when, you know, let's say we had a date night plan, but oh shit, I've got something with work mm-hmm. that I have to go to instead of my partner, you know, being like, well, fuck this and you always cancel and art, you know, I'm like, but it's my work and I've been doing everything and, you know, but spent my 20s doing this. If they this. canceled on you, would you care? If it's work related, like let's say they had to go to some dinner, of course it's disappointing. But like if they explain it to me and it's not just like, oh, I don't really actually care. It's not an excuse. Of course, like like I said, disappointing, but I get it. Same. I totally get it. I get it. I just one time on my birthday, Mm -hmm. I went to a Drake concert the night before and I told Cody in passing, oh, my friend's selling Drake tickets. The next day is my birthday and he takes a customer like a. Yeah. Someone very important. (laughs) Yeah. like whatever mm-hmm. to the Drake concert on my birthday and I'm like I get it it is Listen, what it is I get it you're like leaning back like I'm like fine my eyes twitching I'm a chill wife so <laughs> that's like my personality but here's the thing <laughs> like, I'm trying to be a chill, I'm a chill wife. wife the thing is there are obviously different I mean it's not a black and white scenario no it's you know not. there's always exceptions to that rule I would definitely be disappointed but like if the customer is going to make you guys you know, both way more money than yes. maybe I'm like, okay, exactly. like I get it. Now. It's all part of the process. Yes. And also sometimes, I don't know, he has to work a lot of this or that. And he's like, well, honey, look around at your house that you spend every day working in. Mm-hmm. That didn't come from nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so true. Well, that's also where the trust comes in for with them. Like you have to trust that they're making the best decision for both of you, even yeah. though you're disappointed about not going to dinner or not going to whatever. Yes. I'm, they're I'm not so... making excuses chill with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm big about the work thing, which is, again, I think that's why I always attract a certain type of guy because I always am with someone who dedicates their entire life, all of their time, most of their schedule to their job. And not to you. And not to me. And I'm like, <laughs> that is fine. I'm going to New York. I want to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> like, yeah, I've got a girl's dinner. I think it's great. I love it. But that's just how I am more naturally. And I think even in relationships for myself, being that independent, it's easy to slide back into the 
that this person's around every day. So like we might as well just hang out every day because it's easy yeah. to just go home and have dinner and, you know, do yep. the things. That is easy. Even I, this is a really dumb example. Okay. He gets tired after dinner, wants to get straight into bed. Yeah. I would like to have a long shower and do my skincare. But yes. he's like, are you ready? Like, let's watch the show. And I'm like, fuck it. I'll just do, I'll just do a quick bit of moisturizer. Yes, yeah. Because I want to spend the time with him. And mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Yes. My independence would be like, you do your hand, like you start the show, mm -hmm. but then at the same time, you don't want to be too independent. Like you guys are a couple. You are a partnership for a reason. Yes. You are in it together. Yes. So you, you just don't want to be yeah, too codependent in mm -hmm. the balance. And that's the thing. It's like none of these rules are black and white. They're all going to yeah. apply to different situations, different couples, the way things work for different couples. But I will say, I think maintaining your like kind of sexy independence and your own like personal energy without taking on the energy of your partner all the time because it's so easy to do that. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important again for that longevity I in agree. relationships. And it makes it kind of spicier and like hotter for longer. I agree. I, I want to stay like I don't even think I'm sexy. I think I need to bring the sexy. <laughs> I need to bring the sexy. Yes. You're I sexy. Mm, I don't know about it. <laughs> I don't know. But I I'd like to be a sexy hot wife. Yes. But how does that make you feel good? Yeah. Okay. Then that's obviously. That's what I want doing in my it. life. Yeah. <laughs> I want his friends to be like, fuck, your wife's so chill and perfect and hot. <laughs> like, yes, that's kind of what I want. But chill I don't want meaning not chill, letting him do whatever he wants, like not being OK with him doing whatever he wants. Chill. Like, I'm not going to let you disturb my peace because I'm independent enough. Yes. And you better figure it out. Yes. Yeah. And also. He I'm just so chill and sexy that he's like I have so much respect for her mm -hmm. I of course I'm chill because he respects me like it's yes. not like it I let him itself. do whatever yeah it's a yeah. whole exactly it's mm -hmm. a loop it's a loop but you have to start it sometimes which sucks Margarita I'm says that a lot it. where she's like listen if he's I know it's easy to nag because you want to nag because they're fucking stupid but start that loop and see what happens. Yeah. You'll have to go watch her TikToks. I've learned so much. I've learned so much. I don't agree with absolutely everything. No, me neither. But I do think it's like interesting to It's an get interesting perspective. perspective. And yeah. it's, I, I've learned a lot. So back to me nagging Cody and yeah, it just yeah. didn't work. I then, I didn't even really, I don't know what I've done, but the way I was speaking to him would be like, I don't know, just a little bit rude. Mm -hmm. And I was annoyed by him and like, because your own emotions are getting yes like you're annoyed so you immediately say something you are emotional it comes off like rude even though you love him yes and it, it's not the way you want to come off no yeah. and I don't I can hear my voice and I'm like you're a fucking bitch I can <laughs> surely he's upset by it it just like was not working but then on the flip side I'm like I need more help and I need more love and I need this mm -hmm. but when you ask for it like I need more attention you're not going to get it. Yeah. So this, this was the problem I was facing after listening to Marguerite. Mm -hmm. I just, it's so chill. I said to him, you've never been nicer to me. And he's like, yeah. And I said, it's because I've started to speak to you really nicely. Have you noticed? And he said, oh my God, yeah. He oh texts me every day saying, I love you so much. <laughs> Previously, he'll, this works. he'll tell me in person. He'll yes. never just tell me in the middle of his work day. Mm -hmm. I'll call him and he'll be like, yeah, I'm working now. He's like, hi, my love. I'm like, Hello. It's the little manipulations. This was on I'm purpose. A, I'm <laughs> manipulating him. One of my best friends is kind of like talking to her ex right now. And I was like, you know what? We just need to do some dopamine hacking. Basically be inconsistent, but also like within this, you know, like the basically be a fuck boy to him. 
Oh. Because it like attracts them more. Being in, it's like gambling. Like, you know how, like, in gambling, oh you like, I listened to a Huberman Lab podcast on this. And of course, my first m- mind thing is like, oh, dating, easy. Mm-hmm. The, it's like when you get a an inconsistent response, but then like you get, you win, you get flooded with dopamine. It's yes. like, we, it's why the fuckboy thing works so it well works. for men because it's like they're very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. They test, they do everything inconsistently. For me, that stuff doesn't work on me because I think inconsistency in men a lot of the times is really unattractive like I just mm-hmm. don't find it masculine to me masculinity is like I need stable and space being held I think the masculine feminine thing is also yeah there's black and white rules but there's also your perception of something yes and, I do and agree. a mixture and we we have both of them both mm-hmm. like women have masculine and feminine energy you flow between yes and like I bring my masculine energy to work a lot but maybe I don't bring it to my relationships as much like mm-hmm. I need to learn the you know the boundary but anyways the you can do it in little ways. So she was saying like she was at dinner and she would like inconsistently respond to something. So she'd be really excited about something and then she'd pull back on some things and like not talk as much. And she was like, I found him like not being able to read like what's going on next. And that's like those little manipulations. Yes. Yeah. There's this guy that one of Cody's friends and he's he's not even hot, mm-hmm. but, you know, he's one of those typical somewhat fuck boys. And yes. when he talks to me, he'll he won't really be interested in what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then he'll kind of like you know, not give me much. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he'll be like, wait, tell me everything about that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You're so hot. Like I need, (laughs) I need to have this conversation. I need to tell you this. Yeah. Yeah, Like we have to talk right now. Like it's you, even when you know what's happening. Yeah. It's, I'm not going to use it for evil. Okay. Now that I know this information. Yes. I'm just going to use it because men think that honesty sometimes is a manipulation anyway. So I'm like, fine, I'll just make you fall in love with me. Fine, you made me do this. (laughs) Because when people used to have these conversations like, oh, men are stupid or like, I'm going to do this for the man. I'm Mm -hmm. like, really? Like, I'm in such an honest, open relationship and I don't do this manipulation. And I just think that's so bad. But honestly, since growing up a little, I'm like, fuck, this is necessary. (laughs) Damn, this works. (laughs) And again, you're not, it's not these grandiose manipulations that you're doing. It's just small little things. And it's kind of funny. It's funny. (laughs) And also like, this is all public information that my husband can listen to this podcast. Like, yes. it's not that deep. No, it's not that deep. He would, I'm sure, like it. It works yeah. out better for him. Mm-hmm. It, it, <laughs> it truly does. I said to him the other day, yeah. hun, the reason I want you to buy me the Chanel bag is not because I want the Chanel bag. It's mm-hmm. so that you feel good about yourself. Yeah. You're like, listen, this is for you, yeah. actually. <laughs> and he was like, that, that stuff doesn't make me feel good. I'd prefer if you just buy it with your own money. Mm-hmm. And I said... Oh, I'm sorry. That's not the way that Margarita explained uh, it. <laughs> sorry, Margarita said, actually, don't do that. So yeah. you're like going back to the drawing board with another tactic now. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We are getting you this Chanel back. That's the thing that I was also talking to my friend about. I'm like, listen, we're getting what we want. So I'm getting we're going to talk about this like it's an experiment. We're just experimenting with what works and what doesn't in these yes. situations. And when I don't get what I want, back to the drawing board. And again, it's not that deep. Sure. Oops, that didn't work. Okay, what's next? Yeah. How? What's my next plan? <laughs> my <Yeah>. next plot? <laughs> but I think I get everything that I want. And he says to me as well, he's like, don't worry about it. You'll get everything you want. Mm-hmm. Like from him, like yeah. from the relationship, the car, whatever. <laughs> yeah. He goes, just don't worry about it. You'll get it eventually. I'm like, really? How Thanks. masculine of you providing yeah. for me? I love <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so I'm definitely going to have you back on. We can talk about something else. We'll, we'll come up with a good topic. Yeah, we got a lot to discuss. We have a lot to, we've already, had a lot to discuss. We just talked. Maybe we can do our experiments, our various <gasps> experiments. <gasps> yes, let's and go And then the we'll world. talk about 
we'll talk about them yes. on the podcast. Okay. Like in a couple months, we'll figure it out. Okay, okay, okay. We'll figure out if you got your Chanel bag, the whole thing. Yeah, I think I'm upgrading to a second, but yeah, <laughs> like you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, if actually the longer it takes, the more we're upgrading. It's like yes. interest. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. All right, so tell everyone where they can find you. My, I have a podcast too. It's called Piers Pod. Peyton mm-hmm. will be on soon. We'll yes. figure that out. And then Instagram, TikTok is just Piamance. I guess it'll be in this. The spelling's easy. Mance, M-A-N-C-E. Yeah, P-I-A, Mance, M-A-N-C-E. Are you on TikTok? Yeah. Well, I know you're on TikTok as a viewer. I haven't like, so I'm on TikTok, quote unquote. Just podcast. Yeah, just like posting most mostly podcast stuff. Oh and no, memes. I post my life on TikTok. How do I not know your, I follow you on TikTok. You never come up on my thing. Oh, I'm shadow banned. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Raunchy content. <laughs> no, just, I post, <laughs> I feel like, okay, quick side note. My mm. assistant said to me the other day, I just feel like on your Instagram, people wouldn't realize you're funny. I'm like, wait, so you think I'm funny? <laughs> wait, all I heard from that is, is I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for the compliment. But I'm like, that's true. I have no personality. I just post pics without smiling because I wasn't but really I biting my teeth for a while. <laughs> but like, what do I do? So that's where I like TikTok because I can just be myself. Mm-hmm. But then I like to be some chic lady. It's just a whole thing. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You can use each platform for your various personalities. That's what I'm doing or trying to do. <laughs> like, here I am, like a little Where mysterious. Where are you doing the manipulative witch personality? <laughs> I don't know. I have, I have to really hone in on that character and then I'll share her. <laughs> also, tell us about your jewelry line. Tell us where we can find oh it because I fucking love I'm your jewelry. Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. I was thinking like, yeah, what else do I do in my life? <laughs> Every single day I work on my jewelry brand. It's called Heaven Mayhem. I started it in June mm-hmm. and I just love it. In two weeks, I'm releasing wow. the coolest fucking earrings you'll ever see, if I may say so myself. Okay. Care package coming for you. Please. I love your stuff. I love those two-tone earrings that I saw you wearing. Oh, they're yours. They're yours. They're yours. I love them. So that is my little baby, Heaven Mayhem, which you can find at Heaven, H-E-A-V-N-M-A-Y-H-E-M. <laughs> Fuck. Underscore. It's hard, yeah. Yeah, just click on my Instagram and then you'll see it all there. Everything there. Okay, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. So much fun. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind the scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.